The following is a production from Role-Playing Public Radio. SlangDesign.com slash RPPR. Warning. The following may offend people that like to stay on topic, people that hate typos, bears, and destro. Another gaming group beckoned, but I was reluctant to pull up stakes to start again. I had been to too many games that have turned out to be nothing more than bait-and-switch events, trying to sell me Amway or religion or both. So that was how I found myself at the apartment Deviant Boy and Collateral Darren shared. The walls of the cramped one-bedroom apartment were decorated with artwork from the early years of metal and the latter days of porno. So wait, if there's only one bedroom, where does Darren sleep? The storage room. You mean the dark little room where the water heater is? My cot fits in there perfectly. Jail cells are less cramped and dank than that room is. Works for me. You're living like a prisoner. Hey, man. We are all prisoners of our glands. I hadn't run D&D in a while, and I decided to see if I could get my old campaign up and running again. In short order, Blobbert Smith, El Disgusto, Old Yellowbelly, and Weasley Crusher arrived. Deviant Boy and Collateral Dan had plenty of soda, chips, and dip on hand. Ugh. D&D, are you a bomb against the cold sting of loneliness, or did you in fact create the very isolation we endure? We play the game because it's fun. End of story. Since when did you ever have fun at a role-playing game? You're always pissed off about something. I take my pleasures in the little things in life, like that twitch you've developed. I don't have a twitch. You do. Yeah, it happens whenever you hear the word ninja. (coughs) Weasley, why are you wearing your burger clown uniform? I just came from work. What's with the gold fringe on your name tag? I have been promoted to fry that supervisor. Cool, must be more money for you. Maybe you can finally get your own dice? Actually... Primat supervisor means I just work more hours, but don't get any more overtime. You work at a fast food joint and you're salaried? See, that's why I don't have a job. It's my way of sticking it to the man. I never realized being under house arrest was a way of doing that. Hey, we've all been under house arrest once or twice. No, we haven't. I was in a diabetic coma once. It was glorious. I dreamt I was the ghost of Veronica Lake, trapped in a toaster oven. You're like a bad acid trip in a paisley vest, I swear to God. Speaking of acid... Look, I already said that I will not run D&D for people on drugs. My game notes are disorganized enough. AB3 is so conservative. Okay, let's let's try to get this show on the road. Um, What kind of characters are you making? I'm gonna make a human fighter named Grog Brady. I have a pad of pre-rolled ninjas. I want to be a gnome illusionist who specializes in invisibility spells and mime. I will be playing a female character, and like all women, she is a chaotic evil thief. It's good to see you moving on and letting go. I want to be an anti-paladin with negative five charisma. That means your character is so physically hideous and socially maladjusted that civilized society rejects them utterly. That's okay, because the guy is totally like Tarzan, except that he was raised by a tribe of black puddings. He carries his adopted family around with him in a specially created bondolier. Could this party be even less cohesive? I think you shall find my character concept will be the glue that helps... This party 
hang together like the heady musk of womanhood clings to the spandex lining of a lady wrestler's costume. And your character is... My character shall be Lord Gustav Kerbet, a fighter, magic user of sorts. He is the third son of a noble house, a social disgrace of an incredible magnitude has caused him to leave his homeland to seek adventure in a world his pampered life at his parents' manor barely prepared him for. Perhaps he would find redemption, perhaps death. He would have used his considerable fortune to gather a retinue of adventures to his side. Perhaps this might be the genesis of his group. That, that that could work. That could really work. And of course, one of the player characters will take the place of my manservant. It will be the duty to aid and protect my character. <laughs> to guard his life and fortune. To make sure his myriad weapons and armor are at the ready. To make sure his precious spell books were not in use are sealed in the Mylar snugs. <laughs> to lovingly powder his bottom before securing him in his leather diaper and plus one bonnet of arrow deflection to make ready the oversized bottles full of milk with a dash of rum and to make sure they are served at breast temperature and to make sure that every inch of Gustav's body is dilapidated, depilated, and lotioned. I roll to disbelieve. It took some time for them to roll up their characters and pick equipment and goods. We were just about ready to start playing when Blobbert noticed something. We're out of nacho cheese, yet chips remain. I can go get more. Collateral Darren grabbed the Tupperware container that held the last dregs of nacho cheese and then got up from the table and got on his coat. I don't think this is important. We were about to start playing anyways. It isn't a problem at all. I'll be right back. Gas station? But Darren and his orange Tupperware container were already gone. We all sat there staring at each other for a moment. So, uh, okay, maybe we can start without him. No, you can't just start a campaign without a member of the party and then have to just bring everyone back up to speed when Darren gets back. That's like Babylon 5 switching commanders in Season 2. Utterly bogus. Babylon 5 is a great show! Babylon 5 is lame. It rips off the best of Star Trek and the worst of Robotech. There is no worst of Robotech. It's all great. Come on, let's just get started. Star Trek is far too Republican for my tastes. In its current incarnation, the old series was about exploring the boundaries of space and fornication. The new show is merely the regurgitation of elitist imperialist groupthink. I'm sick of sci-fi. I wish they made a D&D TV series. They tried already. Remember a failed little series called Wizards and Warriors? Uh, that show had more of a RuneQuest vibe, if you ask me. Mmm. Witch Bethel was extreme spank fodder. You said the same thing about driving Miss Daisy. And? How long is Darren going to be gone for anyway? Chill out. 
He's just going down to the gas station around the corner. The gas station? Remember the old days when you just got gas at gas stations? Now it seems like you can get almost anything. I lost my virginity in a Belgian gas station. Even now, I become flush with desire at the merest whiff of diesel fuel. Hmm. I bet the tire pump never worked right after that. Like I said, we could start the game any time now. Who wants to kill some kobold babies for practice? Collateral Darren returned shortly after with some nacho cheese and a furtive look in his eyes. At this point in my life, I was beyond asking. I was just glad that we could finally get started. A plague has ravaged the kingdom. Hey, did anyone tape this week's episode of Space Rangers? Isn't that show canceled? Hello, people, focus. I can hear you fine. Backstory, blah, blah, blah. Premise, blah, blah, blah. A plague has ravaged the kingdom. Fast acting and always fatal it has. I don't understand how any kind of plague could get a foothold in a D&D &D world. I mean, there are all kinds of clerics and heal spells and stuff. A close study of the wilderness and city encounter tables reveals that the average denizen of a D&D-esque world has a 40% chance of being attacked by a wandering monster sometime in his lifetime, most likely while they were trying to access the pivot. Is it too late for my character to have a chamber pot of a holding? Each of you has lost someone you've known to the ravages of the plague, yet each of you remains strangely immune to the disease. Oh, the heartbreak. How cathartic. My character fled the moment someone sneezed. My character killed his family to save them. Since my character is immune, he starts telling peasant girls that his smegma has curative properties. It coats, soothes, and relieves. Since my family are all slimes and jellies, does this really apply to me? Moving forward, things moved forward slowly. Side conversations dominated, moving back and forth along the table. Even during combat, I found things utterly derailed. So the you-know-who called me yesterday. Did American Gladiators accept your application? No! Asenath! <laughs> Left a message on my answering machine. What did she want? Something about, wanna go out to lunch or something? I erased it. I hope you burned the answering machine just to be safe. The dragon lands in the Doctor Who-style quarry before you. It rears up to its full height. Don't even get me started. She thinks we can still be friends after what she did. But all she did was sleep with El Disgusto before she ever met you. Exactly! And she never said anything about it! Maybe she thought you might freak out and, like, break up with her. Hey, he showed me all the love letters she wrote him. All the gifts and stuff she gave him. A guy doesn't need a girl that's all needy like that. Did I say dragon? I meant dragons! Look, all I know is now she is trying to come crawling back to me. Perhaps she merely wanted to make amends. Perhaps she has moved on. Get real, goth boy! She's aching for her fix of vitamin D. I bet without me, when she parts her legs, the thermostat goes off. Girls sure are different. I do wish you would not speak in such a crude and misogynistic manner. What do you care? So the five dragons run at the side of the rampaging terrasque. It may surprise you to hear this. 
but I am currently dating the Lady Asenath. Have been for some three weeks. Huh? You? I. You know she doesn't have a penis, right? That makes two of them. Did I mention the Tarasque has rabies? We're out of nacho cheese again. Hang on, I'll get some more. Where's my sombrero? Oh, Lord. I suppose I could have made more of the fact that Darren headed out for the gas station in a raincoat and a sombrero, but by this point, I was too demoralized. I suppose you guys want to wait for him to get back? It's only fair. We're playing at his house, for God's sake. Deviant boy, my old chum. Why are you sitting there with a quivering lip and... No more words. Say no more words or I'll kill you all. Can we talk about stuff out of character? Why ever be out of character? It's so much nicer in there. Player characters don't have problems with girlfriends and jobs and a rash that just won't go away. It's okay, man. We've all been there. It's certainly starting to look that way. Whenever a fight breaks out, I always make sure to protect my first edition copies of deities and demigods first, but this day was no exception. Deviant Boy tried to slap both El Disgusto and Blobbert Smith at once, but somehow only managed to hit Weasley. Eventually, Collateral Darren found his way back with fresh nacho cheese. Whoa, a fight. I missed it. I'm sorry about that. I kind of lost myself there. No. Really? Hey, where's old Yellow Belly? He ran when the fighting started. He is most likely halfway to Utica by now. Well, it wasn't like his character did anything more than hide tonight. Let's move on without him. The wizard that brought the plague on the land was, ironically enough, its first victim. He old Yellow Belly wouldn't last five minutes in the Marines. And you would know this how... The wizard lived in a manor at the top of the hill, a vast, sprawling estate that some said was full of treasures from all across the world. I almost joined. Almost? I think I was too intense for them. Yeah, all those arrests had nothing to do with it. I must say that I have noticed you, El Disgusto, are in the most acerbic frame of mind today. I've just about had it with this stupid town. One of these days, I'm going to get that job as a professional video game tester. Albany is a sow that eats its young. I hate all of you. You draw closer to the wizard's manor. You see strange shapes moving past the windows. Are they monsters? Or ghosts? Or... Do we have a marching order? When I get the scratch, I want to move to Alaska to live among the grizzly bears. Occasionally, I will strap on chainmail armor and call their numbers with a katana. You're going to hunt bears with a sword? It seems a lot more sporting that way. In a world of stupid things, that has got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Those bears will eat you like Felicia in the final scene of Cheerleader Strippers. Oh, give me a break. Bears are like six-hit-die creatures. Is anyone paying attention to a damn thing I have to say tonight? Look, are we at this wizard's manor? You're a few yards from the main entrance if you had been paying attention. Okay, I pull out that wand of fireball casting we found a while back and lob a few fireballs at the manor. What? It's a manor, right? A big old mansion with a stone foundation and wooden doors and wooden walls and curtains and paintings, right? Uh, right. And as the manor burns to the ground, we'll pick off the monsters and servants as they come running out. Yeah, but, but what about finding a cure for the plague? Who cares about the plague? It didn't get us, and that means more treasure for everyone. You... you ruined everything. Well, that is why real adventures take place in a dungeon, bitch. Before I could start weeping in earnest, there was a knock at the door. D. 
deviant boy entered it. <clears throat> Hello there, officers. Nice to see you again. What did I tell you would happen if I had to come out here again? But we weren't playing loud music or LARPing. We uh, received a complaint from the gas and go on the corner. Apparently your little friend has been stealing cheese. Oh, I knew it. I think you're mistaken, officer. That cheese is complimentary. The cheese is for the nacho bar. You've been going there with a the bowl and filling it up without buying a damn thing. You what? Again, officer, you should check before coming over here and trying to slander me in front of my friends. There is no price on the nacho cheese. Therefore, it is complimentary. Therefore, I can take as much as I want. Just like sugar packets and napkins at a restaurant. The cheese is for customers who have bought nachos, not for people that just wander in off the street. In a variety of really poor disguises. Look, if you pigs think you can arrest me, just try. I am sure- Hey, let go! You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. And if you can't afford an attorney- That goddamn cheese is complimentary, I tell you. Complimentary! There wasn't really much of a game after that, mainly because I didn't want to run a fight scene with every monster just streaming out of the Burning Manor. Besides, I remembered that there were plenty of magic items stored there, so we all realized that the surrounding countryside probably ended up being consumed in an explosion of mystical hellfire. El Disgusto wanted to know just how many experience points that would be, but I just gave him the finger. After that, we all just kind of sat around until 4 in the morning talking about what cartoon characters we'd most like to go out with. And for the record, I chose Baroness. <laughs> <laughs>